Hey yo, Johnny Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and welcome to Team Engineered. If you're looking to lead a team of engineers or engineer your team for greatness, tune in now with your podcast hosts, Jade Green and Kyle Probert, and be prepared to ignite. Welcome back, everybody, to the, the Team Engineer podcast. Um, that's my awkward introduction for today. Of course, it actually leads quite smoothly into um, today's topic, which is notice the little things. But before we get onto that, I thought, what an awesome opportunity. We've got the amazing brand launch for VARA, as you can see, Jade's beautiful shirt there. <laughs> so quick explanation. Where did the, uh, where did the logo come from? Oh, the logo. So originally the, the, the V that you see, the design you see is from my, my recruitment firm, Velocity. And a lot of work went into developing the logo for Velocity and I absolutely loved it. And I really didn't want to move away from the mark. It used to be bright orange and we couldn't find something, a word that worked with the V. And so we, after great development with one of my team members, uh, James, we were like, what words what, what, what B words can we use? And I was like, I really wanted a word that you could wear on a shirt or have on a water bottle that stood on its own, like its own mark that wasn't like, you know, I didn't want to have my own name on something as a, as a company name. And we always talk about, we're like, okay, well, what do we stand for? And we're like, well, I'm always saying like, be the ripple, be the ripple effect for the change you want to see in the world and the workplace. And when we look at my, the logo, when you see it actually comes to life, it is actually a series of eight ripples that bring together the, the V. And so that it's ripples is something really uh, important to me. And I always am talking like we know with Kyle's team, we have the ripple creators are our trainers. And so we went on a mission to find this V word. And I absolutely love the word vare because in Finnish, it means ripple. And in Norwegian, it means to be. And I was like, oh my God, could it be any more perfect? And most of you know, I've usually got my uh, Viking braids down one side. I'm, I'm missing them today, surprisingly. Um, so that Norse uh, Viking heritage of the, the Finnish and the Norwegian pulls together. So to me, it's like, there's just so much meaning behind the logo. So yes, thank you for asking, Kyle. <laughs> and it is amazing. So it's good to see it out on, on your shirts and everything else. And of course, uh, when we had the live event, you've got the um, the big VARA that looks like your magical Mind Valley wings as well when you're yes, standing in front of it. Does. So that's, I thought that was really cool. But let's get back on topic. Let's talk about notice the little things. Now, we have spoken about this before. And when we spoke about it last time, it was after I'd been out swimming in the middle of winter. And, um, you know, a friend of mine was kind of freaking out a little bit about the the cold of the water and, and all of that. And what I said to them at the time was, where do you feel cold? You know, what it's because it's not everywhere. You know, when you when you jump in the ice bath, <laughs> when you jump in the ocean, whatever it is, you're not you don't actually feel cold everywhere. And often you feel hot somewhere else. And so paying attention to those little things is about um, controlling our responses. But this time when I brought up this topic and we we're talking about it, what I wanted to talk about was, um, you know, we spoke about how we conduct ourselves when we're in front of people and standing up tall and, and all of that sort of stuff so that we project a good image. When we meet with someone and whether that's for the first time 
or we know them a hundred times over is pay attention to the little things that are going on. So some of those things might be, hi, Jade, how are you today? Yeah, we, we, we respond to that. Like we get an, we actually get a response to that. We notice that. And particularly, um, I'm usually a little more animated than that. <laughs> so, you know, notice those little things. It might be that I'm sort of off, you know, looking around, I'm tapping, I'm clicking the bloody pen. <laughs> yeah, it could be any of those things. So when I talk about notice the small things, when we're interacting with our team, notice the small things. Yeah. So I think that that's really important. If we look at the energy or the way that someone's entered the workplace for that day, we can get a bit of a read on it. We can be uh, a little bit more perceptive and a little bit more compassionate as well when we can see what's going on. Have they, have they come in like a little bit flat and a little bit quiet? Did they try to avoid everyone? Were they not making eye contact? What was, what was the way that they instantly showed up telling us about maybe what their mental state is like? We, we did a podcast recently on overwhelm, right? Sometimes if someone's feeling overwhelmed, they might be shrinking, like they don't want any more external stimulus. And so, yeah, they've closed in. And we can, often we, often we look at that and we're like, oh, they're just being a dick or, do you know what I mean? They're, they're, um, it's it's on them like it with the story we're telling ourselves it's about them being a dick rather than going actually maybe they're feeling fully overwhelmed and too much stimulus and they're and they're having to shrink to be able to process i was going to mention that it's really really important not to be judgmental on this mm. in in any in any light you know i when i say notice i don't mean judge, judge. yeah <laughs> just notice <laughs> it might help to build the story. So as you just said, you know, it could be that that person's in overwhelm. It could be that they're super excited today. It could be completely the opposite. It could be that something else has happened and they're super excited. Now, I know from a um, when we talk about working with heavy machinery and all that sort of stuff, both scenarios can be actually hazardous. Yeah. <laughs> Being overzealous or, you know, completely closed down can be, equally hazardous when we're talking about fast moving things or big things or any of that. So it, it's not to say that it's good or bad, but noticing can be super important to how we get our team to work on for the rest of the day. Yeah. The other thing I think about that is though, we, we know that the, the way to get peak productivity out of our people uh, and therefore also safety out of our people is for them to feel psychologically safe one of the number one ways to make us have our team members feel psychologically safe is by feeling like they are seen and heard, that they're valid, right? And they're not just a number, they're actually a human, uh, that they can be vulnerable, that they can share, and they've got someone to talk to about things. So by you noticing if someone is in a heightened state of arousal, excitement, coming into something, and you you don't want to bring it up because you can't want to get talking about it because you've got your own shit going on or whatever, or you think you don't care, that can have a detrimental effect because they might be just bursting at the seams and they just need to, if they can, they can share it with somebody, they can process it. And like, maybe, maybe they were on their way to work and they've just found out 
that their partner's pregnant and they've been trying to get pregnant for two years and they're literally bursting at the seams, but they don't feel like it's appropriate thing to just come in and shout because no one else really cares about what they're doing. And this, do you know what I mean? It's that, um, it's that bubbling underneath that if they can just blurt it out and feel and, and they know that their team members care and that they are seen and heard and valid and, and matter, then they can drop in and hit flow state and be safe and be productive. Now, of course, what's one of those um, really big killers of that sort of stuff? I don't know, Kyle. Let me get back to you. Yeah, right. For those um, of you listening, Kyle what, is checking, are, checking his wearable what are, watch. What, what are the I things that, that kill it? <laughs> as jade's looking at her phone yeah. <laughs> now, on, of course, got a slack notification <laughs> yeah and look i just got a messenger message on my watch and el marie just found the recording for the annihilating overwhelm uh training <laughs> session so, <laughs> so uh, it, it's a really it seems really really um inappropriate when you sort of blurt it out in that really obvious kind of way but we know that as a as a team leader, as a boss, as a business owner, you know, and even often as an employee, like uh, we're, you know, everyone else, it's really really easy to get tangled up in in responding to notifications and and being busy. You know, like um, we've got this very very always on kind of um, culture that sits in our whole world at the moment. But what that does is it is it creates disconnect and it and it breaks our connection with with the person that we're talking to. Yeah, I don't know why, but but I feel called to talk about this. So we've talked about that's like really obvious pattern interrupt stuff, right? The, the checking of the watch, the checking of the phone, a notification, a distraction. But when we talk about noticing the little things, tell me if, actually, tell me if I did talk about this when we were talking about nonverbal communication. Did we talk about Botox face? No, I don't think we did. Okay. So Botox face. <laughs> little tiny micro expressions on faces we pick up on those little things right is there a, is there a slight smile of recognition is there a twitch or oh, if we said something wrong like that that tiny microsecond oh the the flinch or the lean back right so there's all these tiny little things like if we're paying attention to the small things give us a read on how someone's reacting to something and when we're distracted we're not paying attention to that but the reason why i say botox face is because People, they, they've both hooks the fuck out of their face. They don't give the micro expressions anymore. You don't get that moment of the furrowed brow. You don't get that. You know, when someone says something, you're like that, just that little, that little tiny smile that comes at the corner of your eye, right? Your lip that curls up a little bit. When the faces have been augmented, this shit doesn't happen. And the other person is not able to get that read anymore, which is causing all sorts of trouble with the nonverbal communication and messages not being received properly or people having resting bitch face when it's not resting bitch face, it's just their face doesn't fucking move anymore. What's scary is like, we sound like that's just about women. I cannot tell you how many, well, look, I do live on the Gold Coast, which is fucking a whole nother thing. But do you know how many men have been getting shit in their face? It's not me. I've definitely got wrinkles. It's not me. <laughs> I did say to Charlotte this morning though, I had to, I sent her some videos and I'm like, I'm going to be need to talk off the Botox ledge today. <laughs> like, just remember, yep. you don't eat toxins, don't stick them in your face. It's not just Botox, though, is it? It's um, it's also the Zoom face. Mm. 
you know, and, and we're <laughs> the Zoom face. So there's two parts to that, though. You know, there's, there's two parts. The the first one is, is that, you know, you get on a Zoom and you've got 10 people in a Zoom and, you know, generally you, you see them all on the screen, but they're all only this big. And so you can't actually see all of that little stuff going on. Um, and then, you know, of course, you've got people that, that the camera's off or um, whatever. So you're missing all of that little stuff, that that connection piece that's really, really important to the um, to the communication process. And it's I, it's so hard as a presenter, as a trainer, oh. when, you know, and, and I totally understand it, you can't get that read. You know, someone's, mm-hmm. they're, they're a bit too far away or the, the camera's off because they're, they're using the screen for something else or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it is so hard as a presenter to present to a dead crowd. Yeah. Oh man, it drives me mad. I can't, I just can't do it. Do you know what's really funny though? Because I have the awareness of notice the small things and I didn't know we were going to do this session today, but I've just come off the back of doing an intensive. And so I think there was about 200 people on the Zoom. And one of the guys was, uh, Taki was actually anchoring that we should lead a movement, not a company. And everyone's like, oh yeah, that's great. And I, no one had noticed. I typed into the, I'd already typed that into the chat box because on the screen behind him, he had a black screen. It was a black screen. And in, in light writing, it actually said that. And so because I, I haven't, like, I'm always looking for cues. I, I'm, a, I try, I'm trying to train myself to look for the little things. That was the thing that grabbed me. And I was like, and everyone's like, oh my God, Jade, that's brilliant. And I'm like, I didn't say it. Like, I'm just typing what was on his screen. And <laughs> nobody else had picked it up. Yeah. Right. Now, that's not genius by me, but that's just awareness. And I'm just saying like, so imagine if you actually went in with an intention to any meeting that you're going with, especially on Zoom, that you're paying attention to like, it's just a programming for me. Pay attention to the small things, look, look for the dots, look for the patterns, find the pieces, right? So if we turned up to our sessions with that intention, we've programmed our brain to look for anything that might be important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, to notice and we're not when getting someone's dis- eyes are constantly down when you're presenting and you're like, you're, and now I call them out. I'm like, wait, off your phone. Yep. Like, How can you That's see that? Way. I'm like, because I can see that your eyes are down. How do you see that? <laughs> all these people on the screen. How do I know this? Well, for the last two years, all we've been able to do is Zoom and it's pretty obvious who's missing the point. You know, there's... There's, you know, tens of thousands of school teachers around the country that are telling us that they know when students aren't paying attention because when they close the Zoom session, there's 50 kids still in there. Still there, yeah. <laughs> Some of this stuff is super, super obvious. So let, let's go back to, you know, the I'm, I'm meeting with someone and they're doing this all the time. You know, what do I feel? I feel like what do I, I don't feel? matter. I feel like Ooh. I'm I'm a inconvenience to you. But I've got this really, really important thing that I need to tell you that's going to change our company. It's going to be absolutely epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, what you might as well be getting from that person is. Yeah, that's what I found. I'm like, <laughs> I want to punch it. <laughs> and so, look, let, let's go back to it. It's really, really easy to do when we're, 
in a hurry, we're bouncing around, there's lots of things happening and we're back to back in meetings or there's lots of, um, there's lots of pressure on our attention. And what happens is, is that we go, yep. Okay. So yep. 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 Yeah. Cool. Okay. And then we're, we're out onto the next one because my watch said that I've got a meeting or a phone call or whatever. Um, and Can then you under the bus. Oh my gosh. Of course. The, d- <laughs> The default settings for a lot of these things is that every bloody thing that happens on your phone buzzes on your wrist as well. So now not only do I have a bloody phone that makes all this noise, I've now got a watch that's doing the same thing even when I walk 20 metres away from it. Do you know why I don't? (laughs) Why? A, I don't have the watch. I thought about getting one because when I was looking at surfing watches, I was like, oh, actually, Apple Watch can have the Rip Curl app and then it can do all the things and it doubles of this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I do not want the wearable on me. The other thing is I set my computer to focus mode, which turns so my phone goes into focus mode. So it can't buzz and annoy me while I'm trying to concentrate because this is the most important thing. It does have do not disturb. So if there's an emergency, anyone in my favorites, so I've got my favorites in there, can get me if they know how to get me, right? So I've set the intention of what's important to me. Um, so again, I think that's about your choice about how you want to show up. I wanted to throw you under the bus. <laughs> you just did the, I was trying to distract you. So I don't know if you remember, but we had a situation with one of the trainers a little while ago and they <laughs> felt like they were in a conversation with you and had been asking you something that in your mind wasn't important in that moment because different profiles so different, different filters of what's important and what's not important based on uh, behavior profiles. So you're a star, they're an accumulator. They were asking something that you're like, fucking so not relevant right now. But to them was like, I'm OCD as fucking I need to know right now, right? So different levels of importance. You were in the middle of something, thought that you'd said enough and, and left the conversation, right? But because we didn't have the awareness of what that, per- what that means to that person, they took that as an absolute offense. Like they were so fucking offended. I'm like, what do you mean? But you, but when I spoke to you about it, you're like, I don't even remember. Like, I don't remember that. Right. No, because it was and such it's a quite, nothing. It was such as, a, nothing. As a, to reflect on it. It's really, really, um, interesting i guess is the best description to to sort of reflect on the two perspectives of the situation um because we we know that in any situation in any conflict there's always three sides to the story your side their side and the actual truth and usually no one ever finds out the actual truth all we get is this mashup of what the two sides saw so it, it to me it was really really interesting and quite um i guess almost confronting to sort of go like i i have absolutely no awareness that you were that upset in that situation. And like to add a little bit more context, we were both in the middle of tasks. Um, You know, he he was looking after students. I was looking after some other work. Like we were both essentially in the middle of tasks. And so for me, it was a future problem, not a right now problem. And it was a future maybe problem. So, you know, I sort of, um, from what I remember, <laughs> I've sort of offered a, yeah, look, we can, we can sort that out once we get some confirmation around what the story is and, and all of that sort of stuff. And for me, 100%, that was finished. 
it was the end of it. The, the end, yeah. <laughs> and and look, that that's my, a big part of that is me going. That's a future problem. That's a future maybe problem. I don't have to worry about it. Like oh, there's 10 billion other things going on in my world. That's not a right now problem. And such a low priority in comparison to the stuff that you're dealing with as a business owner at yeah. that point in time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Whereas for for that um, trainer, you know, it was it was all but the most important thing in his life. Yeah. Because we didn't realize what impact it was having on him and why he wanted that information based on what was going on in his life, right? So in the context of this um, podcast, though, notice the little things. If we look back at that from my perspective for, for giving knowledge to people moving forward, if we notice the little things, the little thing there would be just recognizing who we're having a conversation with and, and, and knowing that little things can mean a big thing to them. And just maybe having that awareness of how we, so I think that the ultimate thing from that situation was the little thing would have been just closing the conversation with what would be seen as a closer rather than an open loop. And then it would have been a whole different situation. Um, So that's where it's like, I think, again, it's like the awareness of what's going on for those little things, like realizing that that, oh, what's little to me is big to them and just closing the loop. Um, I had something else. To add to it, I was multitasking. Mm. <laughs> and despite what all the women might want to tell us, nobody can multitask. Hey, hold on. I said this in our training session the other day that <laughs> I was going to offend all the women and say, nobody can fucking multitask. Having nobody all the tabs open in your brain drains the batteries and drains the cognitive load. And no. <laughs> yep. So, you know, for, for the better part, I was multitasking. I was working on a task and also having that conversation. And I think th- this is sort of back to the point of our, our whole podcast for this one is, you know, noticing the little things, being focused on that that particular moment is actually what's what's super important because if you're constantly looking at the watch, you're multitasking, you're going to miss something. If you're picking up the phone and being distracted by the phone, you know, you're multitasking. And so as much as anything else, you're distracted, but you're also telling the other person that it's not important, that what they've got, what's going on in their world is not important. And as I, as I look back on that and sort of refocus on it, what I needed to do was probably say and be, you know, draw a line was, look, I haven't, I haven't got the focus to deal with this now. We need to park it and come back to it. Yeah, so that I can give it my attention. Yeah, because you've got a task over there. I've got a task here. We're both actually working and we're, we're trying to multitask now. Neither of us are actually, as it turned out, actually giving the right focus. So, yeah, what, what I needed to do, as you said, was a very clear line of, I can't do this right now. I, I'm, you know, I can't give this the focus that it needs right now. We need to park it and come back to it. And for that particular person, we need to cut park it and come back to it in precisely 23 hours and 42 seconds. Yes. <laughs> but but they would have felt like because of their anxiety and the, the planning stuff, that would have given them the framework like, oh, I can park that now because I know that we are definitely coming back to it. When it's an open loop, it was like it's still that anxiety build. Um, I just want to circle back to what I said about n- me noticing the TV And it's about that intention though, right? I really do think that 
noticing the small things that is about you programming your RAS and anyone that's listened to our podcast before have heard me talk about and talk, us talk about the RAS, so the reticular activated system, which is telling our brains, like programming our brains to look for what's important, right? It's saying, find, connect the dots for me, find the patterns for me, recognize these things, don't filter them out. Because once we set, and this, again, I suppose, actually we can drop the meeting maximizer because that would help, right? So I've got a template called the meeting maximizer, guys, that will help you to pre-program your brain before you go into, it doesn't even have to be a meeting. It can be, can be a conversation with your partner uh, or your teenager or a supplier that can just get Funnily you- Funnily enough, to, to distract a little bit, I used it when I had a meeting with one, my boy's teacher on Monday. Oh, did you? Excellent. Oh, well, after this, I want That's to hear a whole it. other story. We'll come back to that a whole other time, but I, I did actually use it the other day for that. That's amazing. Uh, so it is universal, guys. But again, it's just about you telling your brain what you want it to, to pick up on and what to filter out. And once we've done that, our brains are amazing. They're like computers. We just need to program them. Oh, if only it was that easy. <laughs> it is. So... <laughs> Key points for today, now. everybody. Run defragging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what surfing's for. <laughs> True. So the key things for today, everyone, is pay attention to the little things because the little things give you the keys to what's going on, particularly with your team members. Um, it's super important for your team members that you and do your wives <laughs> and your wives and your kids <laughs> and their teachers. So it's really important for everybody <laughs> that you actually notice the little things so that you can be fully engaged in the conversation. Then you're not multitasking. And so to make sure that we're not multitasking, make sure that we get rid of the distractions, all of the distractions, turn everything to quiet, leave the phone somewhere else. If you don't need the computer with you, don't take the computer with you and give, your, give those people the focus that they need. And then finally, if you can't give the focus in the moment, clear that up, be super clear with it so that you don't end up like Kyle's situation where shit blows up. <laughs> Perfect advice. Love it. Okay, guys, thank you for that, Kyle. Thank you for letting me run you over the bus. And as always, team, we'll put a link to the Meeting Maximizer for you, but we'd love you to share this podcast with anyone that you think might need to hear this. So if you think there's a few people that are coming in distracted and not noticing the small things, maybe just share them this episode. Ready to go. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Team Engineered podcast. Are you ready to build a kick-ass team, weaponize your workforce, and live an epic life? If so, connect with us at www.teamengineered.com. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.